mellow greetings. What seems to be your boggle? That's right, people. Welcome back to Films with Amigos. We're foring out in the faraway future of 2032 as we discuss Demolition Man. My name's Ben, and joining myself as usual is Sam, Big Dan, and the Amigo himself, Francis Lee. Welcome back to episode number six of Films with Amigos. And we've taken another jump back into the 1990s to look at Demolition Man. So before we kick off, Dan, Ben, you voted for this film. Why did you vote for Demolition Man to be this episode? Uh, I've not seen it. That was why I voted for it. Well, incredible argument. Something <laughs> to go with or it. I wasn't expecting that. Um, it's it's just one of those, um, you know, those kind of early 1990s action films. I think you could say it's one of the last of like, you know, it's coming off the end of that 80s where you had the, you had Arnie and Sly as the leading man. And he was getting into like, do I do it? Do I like evolving? And I think this is like one of the last kind of like really kind of, I suppose you say like schlocky action films. What? What word? <laughs> I know that word, Ben. I know that Schlucker. word. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, schlucker. Sh- kind of schlocky. Yeah, it's kind of like schlock. cheese. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'll, Look- I'll pretend to. I'll pretend that it's a thing, but. <laughs> <laughs> But you're saying this is this is Sylvester Stallone evolving. You're saying he's already evolved at this point. No, I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying the action films were like changing. We were we we're coming away from the the kind of big kind of like action hero who can do everything. And I think I think this is one of like kind of the last last of these films coming out. It's just the a... last action hero. Different film then. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and it's just it's just a, a great action film. That kind of it's it's probably becoming more relevant today. It's not, but anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> plot. Let's go. Let's go talking into plot, and then people will understand why what you just said was crazy. All right. So the film kicks off with um, the introduction of our two main characters, and essentially. They introduced the premise of cryo-freezing criminals. And is it safe to say that this is just a tool to get us to the plot, which is the future. And the future has a problem in that they've accidentally, or on purpose, released a criminal of the past. Spoilers. Spoilers alert. And then to deal with this criminal of the past, they're also going to need... A cop of the past, demolition man, still on. Is is that is that top line enough? Yeah, it's a, essentially, yeah. Start it kicks off in ninety six, doesn't it? Uh, the prologue is a war zone. Um, yeah, just a, a war zone hostage situation. Um, what with? I mean, I don't want to get too much into detail, but what weird this film came out in ninety three. 
<laughs> and it opens it open with their, their prediction of 96 is that LA has become <laughs> the biggest war zone of all time. Yeah. <laughs> God, that depicts LA is like, it's kind of like Judgment Day, isn't it? Reminds yeah, me of that tracking shot of, yeah. Um, yeah. Reminds me of that tracking shot of Blade Runner. The star like, yeah. flying over and you see all the fire coming up and it's, you know, very bleak. Very reminiscent. Very bleak for three years in the future. For them, <laughs> for them from them and I three, but but it's the it's the war zone that kicks off um the the plot of the, the two main characters. Um and them two coming face to face and then the situation with the hostages, him being the guy that just destroys everything and he's reckless, violent, um it's just a spitting image of um so we've got Simon Phoenix and John Spartan. Um, Wesley Snipes yeah. and Stallone. Yep. Simon Phoenix, Wesley Snipes is the bad guy, John Spartan, um, or Rocky, or, you know, all these Adrian. other <laughs> Yeah, those two go head to head. Um, but they're both arrested after the entire building goes up in flames. Um, and hostages, they're cryogenically frozen to be, it's like a new procedure to try and alter their attitude but well, well, no you don't serve your prison sentence anymore in prison you serve it cryogenically frozen that's uh that's how 1996 dealt with criminals <laughs> spoiler alert in real life it did not come out like that but yeah you get you get cry- it being that bad no you get cryogenically frozen for your sentence which is great because when you come out of your sentence you're still same age you still got your entire life ahead of you you know it's not it's a, a rehabilitation rather than a punishment but then, obviously, as we've alluded to, um, Simon Phoenix, Wesley Snipes, is um, brought out of his cryostasis and essentially unleashed upon the world. We could talk about scenes, some favourite scenes, but he's essentially released into this futuristic world. This futuristic world is a world of people with no violence, no cigarettes, alcohol, caffeine, swearing, anything that is bad. And then Wesley Snipes is released to do his thing. The cops don't know how to deal with him, hence why they need the demolition man. And I guess that that's the plot. There's some little subplots. Why is he being released? Why What Snipes' uh, mission now is in this modern world? Obviously, Stallone's mission is always just to, just to take down the bad guy. Justice, classic nineties plot. Yeah, I think I'm just about summarised that. I think I think the idea of the plot's really good. You know, if you're just describing that, summing it up as a, a film in a sentence. The idea of two people waking up in the future with no violence, I think is a, I think is a really good like uh, sci-fi idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. The premise, yeah. you know, if it were made in in the in the future and uh, you know and was visually spectacular, it'd be great. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I don't think summary were that bad. Actually, I think like um, mm. the freezing process was. I, I don't think it was too oh, yeah, bad. Yeah. It's ninety three. That was good. I don't think the freezing process was too bad. I think there's there's a few bits and bobs, but before we before we go into what held up and what hasn't held up. Um, but should we should we start bouncing around some scenes? Favorite scenes, scenes you hate the most. I don't know. There's there's too much. Yeah. Any anybody want to kick us off? 
probably uh, Wesley's initial foray into like the the new world when he's at mm-hmm. the the phone booth type thing and the the cops challenge him first time around. Oh yeah, and you get the you get the like the cool <laughs> jazz pop hip hop backbeat to when he fights. Funk track. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Can we just say that Wesley Snipes is having like an absolute blast in this role? Like he's just having a good time. He's he looks, he like he's time. himself. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> I mean, let's just say he's magnificent. He was obviously just warming up before he played Blade, but he's amazing. What about what about um? I I wanted to jump back to to the intro. Yeah. And there's a couple of things in intro that um, one I didn't like, which is that old nineties action style where Stallone just goes through an entire building of bad guys, and all he needs is a pistol. And it's a backfist. It backfists ninety percent of people. Like, you know, what I mean, it's like a pimp just slapping people. Boom! Backfist. <laughs> backfist. It's a classic nineties action move. Yeah, it's it like... is a classic nineties move. And it does like the the elbow on the guy walking around the corner. But um, the the other part of the intro that I uh, I just couldn't stand is when Wesley Snipes leans down with that that um, that gas burner and like he hovers it over the gas. <laughs> One inch of it, he's like, ooh, do you want to get burned? Almost, almost. I mean, it would have yeah. caught fire. That's all I kept thinking. He's <laughs> way too close. That would have caught fire, 100%. <laughs> They're both dead. I mean, there's loads. I mean, I mean there's an, an absolute lake of gas spread out and our petrol. Um, you think Sylvester Sloan would have smelt it? Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> realized it was there instead of just walking into the middle of it because he's literally like banging the center of this like giant, <laughs> yeah. Like the fumes alone would probably be knocking them both out. Is that much, yeah? What about when Stallone grapples out that helicopter at the beginning? What, what technique is like, that? I like that, that bungee jump. jump. I like the jump, yeah, I think yeah. it's a bungee jump. Yeah, I think someone actually really did that as well. That yeah, the, yeah, Stallone wanted stunt. to do that jump. I think, yeah, Stallone wanted to do it, and then luckily, he got a stunt man <laughs> in to do it, and he actually injured himself. Uh, it's just uh, shows you how good practical effects hold up now. You know? That does yeah. not hold up. It looks terrible. <laughs> that's that's what my point. What do you mean? He like, you like it. He like bounds. Yeah, but no. What I'm saying is, as a tactical police move, it is not good. It jumps oh, yeah, the helicopter yeah, and then it like, shoots straight it, back up to it, it, yeah, bounces and it swings. He's all out of shot. Like that's part yeah. of Demolition Man's. Mo into it. it's like he's killing <laughs> yeah. thirty hostages and jumping out of helicopters. He's... Setting up his character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess but the, the other thing that them. didn't make sense is that in that time period of 1996, they have cryotechnology, but everybody's still using nine mil Beretta pistols in standard helicopters. It's like they, they've kind of got future tech, but also just bog standard oh. stuff. Mm. Those phaser guns are still about fifty years away. Yeah, true that. True. Yeah. So just on that first scene, so I, I thought, ah, oh, it's it's a great action intro, and I think being younger, watching that, and thinking, whoa, nineteen ninety six, like damn, I were a kid, and all the flames, the war zone, just yeah, thinking that it looked great, and the bungee jumper, just thinking, whoa, this is like, is Stallone is the ultimate action man. Um, watching this in '93 is like us looking at the world now. <laughs> it's like you're watching it, look at this film. Like in three years' time, <laughs> the world's going to end. Oh, and that we're sat here in 2020, like 
the world's literally ending. <laughs> <laughs> but watching it back and now retrospectively thinking, it just has, well, I, I, don't, I don't suppose it's supposed to, but absolutely no emotion. The fact that you don't even see the hostages and they're only referred to in like a passing comment and then right at the end when they're both arrested, kind of like just, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that's it was very. That's because they're already dead. Already dead. No, will make sense if you see them. Mm, but there's no emotional weight, so he just he just goes in and like Sam was saying, he manages to just like destroy about twenty generic goons with just a pistol. Does he reload? I can't remember. But all Why of them, it? all of them, like throughout this entire film, have got an absolutely horrendous accuracy. <laughs> nobody, nobody can hit shit except for Stallone when he needs to. Um, so they're all just firing automatic rounds and it's just bullets are flying everywhere and nobody gets hit. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a strange one and then to end on the on the, um, on the the gas. But then that scene then is flipped again, isn't it, at the end, which I quite like. So even though I don't think it's a great scene, I do like the way that it's come full circle and it's referenced at the end as well. You've just got all that weird it's head yeah. in the middle. Another problem with that gas bit is in the building blowing up and killing everyone is that, that Stallone just puts Wesley Snipes on his back and he's like running down the corridor and all buildings blowing up behind him. And then it just cuts to them both being outside. Like, look, they made it. Yeah. They yeah. Did. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. Although that, this, sorry, the reference to the bus and everything, it's just like, ah, oh, but is that set up for speed? I wonder if that's where they got the idea from. Uh, there's a lot of references to other films throughout this film. The, yeah, the, the only yeah, saving grace to that entire intro is um, Wesley Snipes, Simon Phoenix says says some quality lines just as he's getting dragged away. I love our quality time together, sweetheart. Sugar. And I was like, cool. That is some good stuff. <laughs> wow. Uh, you see, I'm my fan, like looking back on it. Well, I still think that. I still think it looks great with all the, all the visuals and the, the music. There are and no now visuals. Guns, and now he guns down 20 generic. Oh, with the fire and the, and the, the police Humvees. And then the, the double, I think it's a Chinook helicopter, isn't it? it coming in. Mm-hmm. It just all looks great. It just all yeah. looks... No, it looks 90s. It doesn't look great. It looks very 90s. That's the problem. Great. It's all practical. No CGI. The whole building blowing up at the end. Just blowing up a real building. It's just... Oh, the, yeah, that, that was real. Unlike the ending where there's just that... Shit explosion. But anyway, jumping ahead. Come on, some oh, of my favourite scenes. I've got some other notes oh, on that bit. Days. Bungee jump. Um the just the quote, um, cold in here, is it just me? That gets referenced at the end. And then there's also a foreshadowing when Snipes is um I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached. It's like, oh yeah, he says nice. I'll bear that in mind. Yeah. Um and then yeah. I think that's all right, but I think for me, one of my favourite ones that just follows that is the freezing procedure itself. I think that holds up pretty well. Well, I'm just going to put it out that, you know, you're saying the freezing procedure is one of your favourite scenes. I'm all about eyeball on pen. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, the, op- give you that. the opposite of the freezing procedure when when uh, Simon Phoenix gets gets his, uh, his first parole hearing. And he and he, he issues out some serious code one eighty seven MDK murder yes, death kill MDK <laughs> yeah so much murder death kill never really thought about this before but I'm surprised he got a more lenient sentence than uh, 
the old demolition man. It didn't. No. They were they were rigged so he could escape. No, but I mean he was already on parole. I'm pretty yeah. sure. No, but his parole his parole hearings all uh... part of a part of the escape. It's designed to get him so he can escape. So he wasn't supposed to be paroled at that point. No, no, no. Hence the entire film. All right. I just thought um, he was supposed to be paroled, but of course he didn't have any of the rehabilitation. He'd just gone. No, no. The guy had obviously implanted the skills in him. Then, then got him, got him in front of a parole board, and he already had the knowledge how to escape. So it was all designed. Spoiler alert! If uh, if you're not seen. So it's the unfreezing of snipes after the bit where somebody randomly gets a call on their um, on the device, and it shows like the earlobe and the fact that it's meant to be listened to via the ear like there's an it's an actual illustration and an animation showing like how they should answer it anybody else catch that don't remember no. that bit there's some oh it literally looks down at his screen and it's like an incoming call and it's just like a diagram of an ear with like all the receiving and stuff hitting it and i was just like what like that's what they need in the future like it illustrated that basically oh i'm like no i'm out i was too busy watching snipes Sidekick dudes left, right, and center, and then put a guy's <laughs> eyeball on a pen. <laughs> Murder, death, kill. This was before that scene. The one. Well, it all obviously it all it all gets built up with the here's Sandra Bullock. I'm so bored. There's no crime. There's nothing to do. I'm just a detective <laughs> yeah. without a job. This is you know. I really wish there was some chaos. Enter Snipes. Eyeball on pen. You know, it is all beautiful. It, it's it's all nineties classic. Um, I think one of my favourite scenes is the one that Dan alluded to earlier when you mentioned about how Snipes is using the computer and the, the music comes on but it's just before the music comes on and he fires the cops one of the cops leans into like his little um, computer and he's like how do I deal with a maniac and then like, the computer's like tell the maniac in a firm voice to lay down and I would just thought that's cool I like that yeah. it's, it's quite and funny then, at and times. then he's basically like no <laughs> And then he's like, suspect is resisting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Need, need more instructions. And then, then he says the RLs at the end, doesn't he? And then like the music changes and he, he looks around. That does a good bit. Yeah, I think one thing that has held up is Snipes' action scenes. I think Snipe does a lot of good um, kicks and punches. He, 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 moves, he moves like somebody who knows how to throw kicks and punches. Whereas Stallone looks like he does it Rocky films, where he's just chucking haymaker swings <laughs> with no ability to fight. Yeah. See, I read that um, Wesley Snipes was like, he's so good because um, he's like a black belt, but he's so fast at kicking and punching that um, he had to like redo quite a lot of his shots because it weren't really capturing and blurring on the camera. So he had to like slow them down. So it's interesting that you mentioned that he looks like he knows what he's doing, but in fact, that's him at like a slower pace and making it look better on camera. He was too good then. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, he's, he's blurred. It, this is pre-blurred, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it will become five blurred. years. Well, yeah. Any more favourite scenes? Pause it. Sorry, just pause it there. You can't hear purring, can you? Because one of the cats has come and sat on me. No, and we will be pausing it. That's staying in episode. Purring. <laughs> Yeah. What about um? What about the yeah. seashells scene? Do you, anybody want to talk about uh, yeah. that? Yeah, I did like that. Well, whole, I, I guess um, the, I think the whole code one eight seven scene in general. That whole yeah. Oh wait, no, that's before. Sorry. 
It's, it's... Yeah, I've wrote my notes down like in order of the film. So I'm just well, trying... let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. One eight seven. Then we'll talk the three seashells. I agree. I, th- yeah. I mean, the first time they said murder, death, kill, I almost, I almost fell off my chair. <laughs> I thought, what was Ben Sanders up to watch here? A film where they're literally <laughs> saying the sentence, murder, death, kill. Wait, you've not watched Demolition Man? No, no. I was saying to Ben, I, I, I like, I can re- I really like felt familiar with some scenes and I felt like when he's swearing and getting the tickets I thought I feel like I've seen this before but I just but like oh, yeah. when they said murder death kill mm. I just it, yeah we're like hitting me slap in the <laughs> face I think like the, the film title's a bit misleading if you just read it as demolition man because yeah like the balance between like action and some of like the more comedy and the future stuff and like the satire yeah. and that sort of thing is sort of more focused towards that than just pure what you would think was a, a film called Demolition Man. Yeah. Well, I got to think yeah, about this. A guy just planting explosives. I think time. it's about, it's almost like it's half action film and then half like almost like a satire. But I think, I think yeah. the action plot overtakes the satire plot. And I think that's because of Sylvester mm. Stallone. I think it's yeah, the right the You think if maybe Sylvester Stallone weren't in it, it probably wouldn't have been called Demolition Man. Yeah, I think it's more of a comedy than an action. I much because prefer I, I, the, sorry those yeah, sorts down. of bits. Yeah, I much preferred those sorts of bits rather than the, the action bits. But yeah, by the end, it just did turn into more of a more of an action film. But yeah, I much preferred the bits that were more the satire and the comedy. I feel like yeah, I feel like to me it was like three parts. You've got action at the beginning, just your intro. Yeah, um, then you've got action at the end as the outro, and the the middle is just yeah, full on satire. Here's a nod to this. Here's a reference to that. Here's us joking about what could happen in the future and um, some future guesses and predictions that don't all pan out. But is murder death killer? But joke? like interesting. <laughs> there are some interesting ideas, but a lot of it just I don't know. It felt flat. I didn't I didn't enjoy watching it. Again, as well, much man, as, you're going straight to reviews here. Oh, what? What's all your favourite scenes? Don't oh. tell me. Oh, oh shit. I'm out. Right. Oh. I just sometimes wish I could MDK you and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the code 187 just set up really well by the reaction of the cops. Um, yeah, but I didn't know whether it was supposed yeah. to be funny or not. It was funny, but is it's it supposed to be? Yeah, it's definitely supposed yeah, to be. Definitely supposed to be. Yeah, there's supposed to be humour in there. You're not supposed to take it fully seriously. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think this can be an action film then, because I think it's it, it's really funny at times, and I think the and the comedy the yeah, comedy dialogue is is, is 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 wrote really well. The action di- mm-hmm. the action dialogue's terrible. Like all Stallone's one line action lines just don't land like an Arnie line. What do you mean? What, what all those Simon Says lines? Wrong. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Simon Says. Yeah, yeah, but aren't they, aren't they Wesley Snipes' lines? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stallone's lines. Well, Stallone's that, lines that don't yeah, land. There's, there's only one that Stallone says about Simon Says. Yeah. I think the problem is that I, I'm just not a big fan of Stallone because I don't think he has any acting range. I, you know, I just see, I look at him and I just see Rocky, see Stallone. I can't see past it. Which... You could say Ferrani and other people, but they they have their own charm. I feel like Stallone's just one-dimensional all the way through. 
It's the same Arnie you're forgetting that uh, has the the former president and has the library named after him in this film, in this universe. Yeah, I mean, that that's a great prediction for the future that Arnie become president close enough, became governor of California. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they, 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 they predicted his political career. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. Yeah, I really like the um, the whole museum bit. I think is uh, great. It's the whole yeah. um, the, the whole of violence. I'm not um, sure why they kept ammunition stored with the with the firearms, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did wonder when he, I when mean, he breaks that glass. Like, surely there won't be any. Ammunition. You can put that down to like maybe their naivety. If, if violence isn't oh yeah a thing anymore, but yeah, there's never going to be an outbreak. So what would be the worry? Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah. one of the best places when he when he says the thing that you are thinking, and he's like, "I'm in the future. Where are all the laser guns?" And he just like, <laughs> "Yes." I love the bit where he just walks in to the the museum and he just throws that guy against the glass. You know, oh yeah, just that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to cause a disturbance. Yeah, part of me thinks like, "Was well, that scripted? <laughs> or was that just Wesley Snipes?" Because you know, <laughs> Ooh, Im- <yeah>. improv. <laughs> Um, yeah, but then, then the, whole, the whole bit where they like fall through the glass into the into like the the old uh, LA yeah. street, and then he's like, he's like, yeah. Spartan, John Spartan, is that you? <laughs> or did anyone in the century, you know? Oh yeah, that, that's, that to be fair, that's that's a good line. Yeah, I think that's some of the best dialogue between them in that in that scene where they, they first meet again. I think the the following fight, so when it um, when it continues down into the. Um, and it's your first glimpse of like the underground bit. I thought that was class. Where um, Snipes' fusion gun is actually t- time to charge up, and then um, Sylvester Stallone's doing his Rambo again with just the pistol, um, and then realizes like he's outgunned. Yeah, I thought there's a good a good few exchanges, a few good lines. Of course, every shot misses. Oh, oh yeah. every shot's always going to miss. Plot requires it. Oh, that's just eighties. That's just eighties, nineties. Oh yeah. <laughs> what Thousands everybody bullets? It's gonna be gonna be very short films if if that in the case. I do always oh, just get reminded of that being hot shots part there where they just literally stick yeah. to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the LMG just going. I mean, I mentioned earlier, so I just need to bring it back up. The fact that there's a whole scene about the fact that Stallone's not wiped his ass. Yeah. <laughs> it comes out and he's like, hey, where's your toilet paper? And they're like, they're like this guy ain't wiped his ass with them shells. Great Yo, bro. He's got shitty cheeks. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, the fact that he's come out fully <laughs> put all his uniform back on. His ass then, is shitty in that entire scene. Goes back into just. Uh, uh, no, I've, I've no. only just realised this time. It can't be undone. Is where he swears to that machine is the reason he's getting the paper. Yeah, it's his toilet paper. I never really yeah. picked yeah. up. Never, never really picked up. I just thought no. he was like, trying to make it run out of paper before. And I just want to throw it out there. I, I don't think yeah. that's a high gloss paper. You know, shine, no absorbency. <laughs> that is going to do nothing for him. He's just going to be smearing poo up and down his butt crack. Oh, no, it's no good. It's no good. Where the shells? It don't work. I mean, what these shells are? Do they, ever, do they ever confirm I use these shells? Yeah, so basically the three shells, two are used as chopsticks to grab the um, the log. What? Where's this from? And pull, and pull it out. What? I'll tell you in a sec. Let me finish. <laughs> so two, 
See, we use the chopsticks to pull out the uh, the log, and then any remaining um, debris is scraped up with the third. Okay. What have you been watching for this? And I got this. <laughs> I, no, I got this from IMDb. So basically, Stallone went on. He was interviewed as to you know what the crack was with the three shells, and that's how he explained it. He's he's winding you up. Um, he's but definitely winding you up. He um. There's only one way to he find didn't out. explain the 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 sanitizing of the shells. So after after you've used them to to do this thing um it doesn't explain like how you'd um you know sanitize them ready for next time i thought we were going to be able to cut down on deforestation stop using toilet paper and start using shells but no, i'm not convinced anymore just doesn't feel nah what about because being the demolition man surely he doesn't just you know if he destroys <laughs> toilet what happens then <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just, the real reason they call it demolition man. Everybody thinks it's because he blows up buildings, because he's destroying precinct toilet every time he goes. <laughs> They're like, who's that Jal Frazier again? And he's like, <laughs> demolition man. Who's that Taco man of the past? <laughs> it's all that Taco Adrian. Bell. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I, I don't get. He didn't explain if he'd had a Taco Bell how then the three shells would work, but there'd be a lot of scraping. Well, they don't have meat, do they? They're all just clean eating, so I bet uh... I bet there's very little requirement for, for any sort of... Uh... <laughs> very little requirement for that third shell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing stuff. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Ooh, it's tickled me. It's good to see, though, that um, another thing that I just noticed from having watched... Um, Jurassic Park and are any other films that we've watched had like really crappy tech. I love, it's, I it, it, it has Park, the same folder structure, don't it? For the uh, yeah, yeah. That, so I put here tech <laughs> slightly more advanced than Jurassic Park, but there is a scene slightly later in the film where the, the tech is definitely advanced and it, it actually looks pretty good. But the rest of it, yeah, it's it's only slightly better than Jurassic Park, which came out in the technology is not advanced. Hello, they can have sex with these mind helmets. <laughs> Well, no, it's just a, it's an epilepsy, you know, trip, isn't it? It needs a warning. It's no normal sex scene. Well, I did. I think it does get the vote for the weirdest sex scene of all time. It's definitely. <laughs> it's no birthday cake. No, <laughs> I just like, I just like that after it. They have to have um, the booty call bit on, just to get, to, just to get some boobs in there because it, because it is a, an early nineties film. It's a nineties. Yeah, they need, they need those. Uh, Somewhere. They need those boobs. I mean, that call makes no sense if. If the light don't no, because it's in this illegal world. to show <laughs> yeah. <boobs left. laughs> um, yeah, but it, well, it don't matter because they were just like boobs. Yeah, the mini disc. I thought he put the disc in, and it was like a recording of I don't know. Is I weren't really following it at this point, so I just thought, oh, he's putting the disc in. It's just been something that you know, it's an old recording, but yeah, that's actually a call that it receives from somebody else. Yeah, yeah, that. basically they're using yeah, just Skype. A number, it? Yeah. They're on Skype on FaceTime, Microsoft Teams. Hashtag oh, they were me. like, here we are. And then they were like accidentally dialed into to Stallone. But you know. <laughs> yeah, but like I say, it doesn't make sense because that would be illegal and she'd be fined. Big shout out to many But talking about talking about um uh, Zoom and, and Teams, another another favourite scene, but not because it's it's good, it just just highlights it's pretty bad um when he's having the meeting with all the officials yeah. but it's it's like a zoom meeting but they've made metal chairs with screens on <laughs> that all rotate and have a camera on this when is... they could have just had a single yeah, screen but it's 1993 from there i, I think it's really good for 93. 
Yeah, they could have been. It's it's an interesting idea. Pre-internet would this been sort of been pretty much. Yeah, they they didn't know what was possible in 2020 in a world where coronavirus has savaged the entire global. (laughs) But the fact that there's a table and everyone's got their own. Like, what if they have a a new member? You get to sit on the chair. It doubles as a chair. It's a screen slash chair. Also, just roll on the phone in, don't they? They just yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just. I think yeah, you've been way too harsh here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what about like the cars as well? I thought they're really good for, for 93. Oh, I thought they were cheap. Those what? cars were an absolute bang on cool. prediction. Tesla. If you look at a Tesla Model 3, it looks exactly like they are a what Tesla. Sandra Bullock is driving. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> those gullwing doors are, yeah, yeah, kind of. Is it gullwing? Is that what we're calling it? I don't know. They but, predicted yeah. self driving cars. They would also have the ability to do Skype calls. They combined two future predictions into one. Yeah. Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. I don't know Got what handshakes as well. Handshakes yeah. not touching each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's funny. funny. 2020 coronavirus. They knew, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, Ro- I mean, just Rodan. Rob Schneider, because Rob Schneider's in this. <laughs> Rob Schneider is, you know, is here, just completely underused, just as a, it's just an extra. This is before yeah. Pete Schneider. This is before Judge Dredd. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we should do Judge Dredd at I, some point. Maybe, maybe he's perfectly used in this. Maybe he's like, maybe it's just the right amount of him. Yeah, and I mean, not like too much. You can too get much it. Did you know another random thing that I read that because um, it was Sandra Bullock and him, they were like co-stars, um, and Sandra Bullock told him that her next project was about a bus with hostages on. And he said, "Nah, doesn't sound very hey, good." Rob Schneider. I think that's going to be, yeah. He said, oh, "I don't think you. I don't think no. I, think it's I don't think Rob Schneider is a co-star in this, is it? I think he's. I think he's a, no. a, an extra at best. Oh. I, I, but look, the respect for Schneider is good. I'm all for it. Oh, he's still cool. I mean, the fact that he brought up the three shots. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a great. It's a great scene. It's a great <laughs> Any other favorite scenes before we go into dialogue? Anything that people uh, don't like? Um... I really liked um, I liked the Taco Bell scene. That was funny when that just appeared and like <laughs> all restaurants are now Taco Bell after the, the franchise wars. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I, because I so, like a bit of world building. I was like, franchise wars? What? Did anyone yeah. see this when it was... Um, did you see when you were younger, Dan? No, this is the first time. Oh, this, yeah. This, you've it's already just said you, that. Ben. Well, I don't know if you know it's Fran, but when, when we used to watch it on TV, it used to be Pizza Hut. Yeah, what? it was dubbed, wasn't it? And the logos got changed in because we, we didn't have Taco Bell, it. so uh, yeah, Taco Bell wouldn't have been nothing. So to it us. was it was Pizza Hut. Yeah. Previously. I don't want to upset P- people. Pizza Hut would never win the franchise wars. Yeah, never I didn't want to say it, but you you went straight in. <laughs> yeah, but but with Taco Bell, I mean, surely McDonald's all the way. Yeah, no, but it's got, got Taco Bell start, US, Taco Bell's now started penetrating the UK market. The, the war's still on. Yeah, 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 but the war happened in nine. Well, no, it happened. Somewhere They're taking Sheffield first. They've yeah. got too many in Sheffield already. I don't know what Sheffield is. We definitely don't live in Sheffield. Hashtag, they can't find us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, I did hear the teddy grabber at the end. Penultimate yeah, part scene. Was... The use of this What's giant that? claw. Their claw. It was like, uh, yeah. Why yeah. teddy uh, grabbing this fool? What the hell's going on here? Well, I mean, it's like because yeah. he's shot him. Why, why did he shoot him? Because he's teddy grabbing uh, him. Nobody can hit anything. <laughs> nobody can hit anything. Uh, what about another, another 90s staple classic, Akimbo Pistols? 
<laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that's his great. In the museum, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that's quite good when he requests the guns as well. Give me a gun. Ah, you can give me another gun. <laughs> um, I forgot about that bit when um when they drop down into the so it's it's again back at museum where Stallone and Snipes are facing off and they fall through glass, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and then the guns charge. So he's firing off that shot and he loves that gun. And Stallone's firing back with his trusty pistol. But then um, it's when the it, it, it turns into close combat, um, and Stallone grabs that TV and he just goes, <laughs> "You're on TV." <laughs> <laughs> Just Use it like a mace, swinging it around like a, like a mod. Yeah. Kind of uh, yeah, it's a strong, yeah. strong cable uh, on that. Amazing. <laughs> That's how they made him in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> it was, if you... Yeah, know. TVs were lethal, weren't if you remember those yeah, kind of TVs. Yeah. yeah, TVs were heavy. Seriously. Uh, how, so, uh, how do people feel do about the that? timings of this film? Like, do you, you, you think maybe it should have been set like more... In the future, or like a longer time for the past. Oh yeah, it should have been. Because I find yeah. it weird that it's only thirty-six years from uh, when yeah. he gets frozen yeah. for the entire of society to change. Because he, but then if if it was too far well... in the future, then he wouldn't have had his um, old rookie then to have that yeah, bond that... Yeah. and for the other yeah. team to pick up on, yeah. and then it nod back to all that research that. Um, Sandra Bullock had been doing it in background and studying. I mean, I read after it, so there was a whole... You'd have lost all that. There was a whole subplot about his daughter that they actually cut out. Ah, yes, but she is in it. Yeah, she's in it, if you, you can it? still spot her. You, yeah, you don't know, you know it's where... her. Yeah, all right. I'll let that the... next week. Ah, yeah, so they're, at this point, they're in the underground and um, Snipes has given his speech to his team of um, goons. Um, and then after that, there's like a, they're on the catwalk, aren't they, looking down, they're saying, oh, we can get two birds with one stone, and a big old shootout ensues, and then um, Stallone, in a, I wouldn't say a blink and you'll miss it, but it's a few seconds of footage, and Stallone just grabs like a random girl to save her and pulls her into a corner, Yep. and she had like absolutely nothing to do with that scene at that point, because it had been heavily cut, um, but that's his daughter, because uh, she's then seen yeah. later on in the film. Is she part of so, like the scraps people that Edgar, yeah, friendly. that's okay. that's where she was meant to be introduced. So there's a scene in the police car where they're traveling, um, and Stallone and Bullock are doing their daily duties or something. He, he mentions about his daughter, and um, yeah, it was meant to expand on that, and I guess have a bit more character development. But then it got, yeah, it all got. I cut think out. it's kind of good that I don't know. It it's might have a little bit to it, but nah. there's no need really. They were worth going. We Stallone has not got yeah. the emotional range to to. Showing True. Emotion. It's just yeah, not yeah. need. I, no, I, I just so. made it like a, a couple hundred years. Maybe he was frozen for, rather than a, yeah. all, all I was going to say is, you said, "Oh, is thirty years long enough for the world to change?" But then, if you think, if you thought like nineteen twenty to nineteen sixty, you think about like the atomic bomb created all that stuff. That's all in that short amount of time. If you think, you know, January. 2020 and then September suddenly walking around in a mask in Asda. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot, of, yeah. a lot of crazy stuff can, yeah. can change, but Get I think some of the characters they were like would have known how it was, especially that police captain. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Police captain, yeah. like, he looks like he should have been around in the 90s, if that's the case. But he yeah, seems violent. to be like, what is fully, all this violence? Fully embrace this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it how Stallone meets with the, the rooker and it's like, oh, they share a past, but yeah. The main captain, who's probably the same age as, as that guy, has 
no recollection. Or he does, and he's just it's yeah. just not used to, to progress the the plot. He's just like he's just like fully embraced the the no violence. I think you're just assuming he's yeah. old, but because he's bold and you can't see if he's got grey hair or not, you don't really know. But yeah, it probably should have been like his. He looks old. Should have run out like Stallone's full seventy year sentence or something at least. True. What about the um? What about Spartan's random assault on that guard outside oh, yeah. the uh... museum? <laughs> yeah. I love that bit. That's he says glow rope. <laughs> Does it work? Does it work? <laughs> it's just like what? How does he get away with that? And he just walks. Demolition man. No police turn up. Like... It's his style. I also like that just jumping around to a couple of scenes. Sandra Bullock, when she slides down the ladder to get into the underground, and she's like, damn, it's not very clean down here. And then she just wipes her hair <laughs> with her hands that have just been touching, touching, that, touching the ladders, which just made me think of COVID. Like, she's just smothering that shit all around. <laughs> I, li- I like the death of um, Cocteau as well when he gets just lobbed into the fire. <laughs> like that. You think that they'd cut that scene, but then you just see his leg just <laughs> Just that doll. Just yeah, that mannequin. Oh, but then when they, when they come back like an hour or two later and he's fully cremated. <laughs> Did you think his plot's got like a load of flaws in it on purpose? You, you... Just add into the satire. Yeah, just, just a satire. Like this guy's become so. Like, yeah, he's I so think... big that he's untouchable. I... I think and that's why he has a lot of it. Yeah, because that's what I thought. I thought, like, his, his, his plan's got so many flaws about how he's, like, trying to control Wesley Snipes. I think I think it's on purpose, like. Yeah. Yeah, potential. What was happening in 1993? For them to parody and create all this, I can't, I can't think of what would be the reason, but... Well, well, you think it's like just... left-wing culture coming up with the rise of... True. Is it the rise of left-wing culture? Um, it's like, the, I mean, particularly in the UK, the, the early it's, 90s, like, I don't know. it's like end of John Major, Thatcher time in the UK. It's, you know, end of Cold War, I guess. Just it's Russia's, Russia and, you know, Berlin Wall's only come down about two years prior. Don't know. Kind of too really young to, to understand. Well, I mean, uh, li- literally two year old. So. Geopolitical politics. That... <laughs> <laughs> um, should, we, should we go into some of the dialogue? Because I think that some of the dialogue revolves around some of the great scenes as well. I just want I want yeah. to see one of you. We've no talked about it previously. Uh, when when John Spartan meets meets the rookie cop who's now an old man, and he says, you know, and he says, oh. They ground him and he's like, oh, shit, hell, you were a hell of a pilot, says all that. And then um, the Sandra Bullock's talking to, to like the um, Rob Schneider and the other cop and they're saying, they're supposed to be friends, but he's talking to him in such a <laughs> such a vile way. And he says, um, if you read my study, you would know that this is how insecure heterosexual males do the bond. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's true. Welcome to the podcast. It's bang on. <laughs> Uh, I, I think Rob Schneider has one of his best lines too. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this level of violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about all um, Sandra Bullock trying to use phrases from the past? When she's... I think that's oh, a great bit. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those you are really best. licked his ass. Yeah. I thought that was good. <laughs> the new shepherd in town. <laughs> yeah. Let's go blow this guy. 
He's like, <laughs> <laughs> in the end, it's just like close enough. You can take this job and shovel. <laughs> what? And just, yeah, we've mentioned it already, but just uh, the ongoing swearing and just the uh, the very faint sound of a buzzer in the background every time it happens is just. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Insane. Except for one scene where um, they're showing a, a, a video of a, a kid swearing at a news reporter or something. Yeah, it was um, an old video of John Spartan, um, and he's walking yeah. out with um, the hostage. Like, she says, um, <laughs> "All that destruction for one, for one girl," and she goes like, "Oh, fuck you!" Lady. <laughs> but then there's no ticket. There's no ticket issue. It's because it, it has to issue it to a person, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's a. Record, Is it because it's it? video footage? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I quite like some of the old oh, dialogue. Um, you know, you know that there's this new dialogue they kind of had, and uh, I love the bit where the the museum attendant comes up to Simon Phoenix and he's like, it's like, mellow greetings, what seems to be your boggle? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, boggle? That's how he picks him up and throws him through the glass. <laughs> and, th- and then he keeps on saying it, he's like, <laughs> he's got that shotgun, he's like, oh, what's your boggle to the mannequin? <laughs> I, I really liked, uh, there's a couple of good songs in this as well. Or the the Armour Hot Dogs commercial that they, they sing in a car. Yeah, and then there was the, uh, the the Jolly Green Giant song as they walk into the the fancy Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the bit where Simon Phoenix opens the sewer, and then he like smells it, and he goes, mm, "I love that smell. Reminds me of biscuits and gravy." <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> There's a a scene towards end where um, is I think. Snipes is in his throne and he's got Stallone running around like a madman or he's got him in the um, vice grip and he just says, ah, a little target practice. And I just thought, oh, fucking hell, nobody's hit anything yet and the film's been on for like an hour and 50 minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> how much target practice can you need? Yeah. They, they I think there's some quite good. clever dialogue early on as well. Um, the bit where you first meet the police and like Rob Snyder's like the, the secretary at the desk. And he's like, he's oh, like on the phone, yeah. and he's, if you'd prefer an automated response, press one now. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just quite clever. <laughs> so some bits hold up really well. Um, but yeah, some of the dialogue. But I think, yeah, you mentioned it already, but for me, it was were, it were Sandra Bullock. Every single scene, um, she was awesome in this. But then she, it's literally that same kind of charisma, um, and just like great comedic timing, um, I think then carried over to speed and uh, earlier work. But I think she's yeah, she's great in this, and that's probably some of the best. Yeah. I, um, I don't know how lines. I feel about some of Stallone's comedy lines. I mean, the Rat Burger bit mm, falls a bit <laughs> flat. Um, I quite like mm. the seamstress bit when he finds out that he's basically oh, yeah. being implanted oh. with loads of knitting screws. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a seamstress. I, I what, what's he doing with the? Yeah, with a thread. Yeah, because he's just, yeah, he's cool. kind of just like, you know, Simon Phoenix has been given all these skills and hacking abilities, <laughs> and I'm a seamstress, and I just thought, yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> should, we, uh, should, we, should we have a, a around the room summary then, I guess? Um, 1990s film, it would have been a movie that, that you would have stayed up for back in back in the past. What is the recommendation for people today? This is this is, I believe, on Netflix and on Amazon currently. Don't hold us to it. Um, Definitely Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. it on. I think Netflix. it was recently added to Netflix, so it's probably got 
probably got some time if people want to catch it. Catch it. Do you want to do around the room? Who wants to go first? What's your recommendation? Amazing. I can go get, get, get the bed out of the way. <laughs> He's basically already said it anyway. Go on, Fran. What? What? Um, yeah. Um, what do I think of this? Is it where, where Fran's so, going to yeah, bring it, it up back. on Google now and read somebody else's opinion? Go on, <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, no, I've, I've already quoted them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, it, uh, watching it back objectively again for the podcast, it's always different. Um, but So listening to you guys talk about it, I'm like, no, actually, yeah, that scene was pretty good. So I still, um, yeah, I still agree that there are some good bits, but I think it, there are more bad bits than, than good. I think overall watching it, it's, it's classic 90s. Um, with just yeah a bit of generic action, but the actual satire bits are actually quite fun to watch, um, especially now with with the current climate. Um, and then yeah, just some other. Sandra Bullock is great. Stallone not so good. Um, we didn't even mention about the sewer rat, you know, underground guys. Um, they got completely left out. But um, yes, it's. It, I wouldn't recommend it. What? Yeah, that would be my my summary. I think there's just bits that just weren't that fussed. I'll, I'll come in. I'll I'll follow you there. I didn't. I've never seen this film before, or at least I can't remember seeing it. And I would recommend watching it if you definitely, definitely, if you've never seen it before, get this film watched because I think there's a lot a lot to laugh about watching it. Some great funny bits. Um, I I just think the whole thing was easy to watch. I think it's if it, you don't have to take it seriously. Thoroughly enjoyable. Sandra Bullock's good. Wesley Snipes is amazing. Stallone is Stallone. Um, so just <laughs> you just take it with a pinch of salt and Adrian all the time. So yeah, I think I think yeah, watch. I mean look, world's depressing. Coronavirus, blur, blur, Donald Trump, blur, all this stuff. So why not? Listen to people talking about wiping their arse with shells. <laughs> That's me. I'm out. I thoroughly recommend it as well. Having not watched it previously, I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Fran, like when you watched Under Siege, having watched it previously, you like had this weird nostalgia for it that I didn't think was justified. And now I think it's the other way around. I think I think this should still be good if you'd watched it at the time. Mm, some bits are. I don't, yeah, I agree with, like, the action bits were sort of my, my least favourite bits. I just like all the, the world building and the the future predictions that it had and just the comedy around it. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. And, yeah, I think Sylvester Sloan was probably the weaker of the three. And, yeah, Sandra Bullock and, and Wesley Snipes were up there together with some great performances. But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely, Apologies, uh, I sneezed halfway through good. your um, your review there. I, I compressed it to be as sound as possible, but I think I popped about ninety percent of blood vessels in my eyes doing so. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it won't come out of the recording. <laughs> Benjamin, How are you Ben? Yeah, well, no, I love it. I mean, I, I think I still look at it through those nostalgia goggles we talk about. Um, but I think I think it's a great action film, but then I think it's a great a great film you can rewatch and then 
notes, but all the um, satire elements of it as well. You, know, you, you can look a little bit deeper if you want to, but you don't have to as well because it's just super fun. Yeah, better stuff. If you were watching it as a as a ten year old in the nineties, that you wouldn't have understood. Oh yeah, that Whereas, just goes straight over your head. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I love the love our bits of it again. A bit more relevant today. <laughs> um, and yes, yes, I'd recommend it. We will have to rewatch in the twenty thirties just to see how much they they fully predicted right. <laughs> How do we feel about the, the the world? Do we? What the hell? What kind yeah, of the, 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 is the world of uh, sheep? <laughs> our, our, our world, yeah. I'm gonna say like, yeah. like <laughs> which one? Verge second lockdown, or, or, or are we talking about our world versus? Uh, I was thinking their, their world they in comparison with uh, uh, almost dystopian future. Do you call it? Um, they got laser this wrong. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 didn't shoot for the skies enough. And I feel like we've already overtaken them in so many areas. But um, I do like the idea of wearing those like Japanese kimono oh, yeah. like style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Looks comfortable. Sure does look comfy. And, uh, I don't. What's ironing g- gist on that? Do you have to iron them or like are they the easy, easy care? Yeah, no creases. I don't know. Anyway, uh, no idea. But who's gonna? Who are we nominating to investigate? Well, Fran. Dan? <laughs> There's no point asking Dan. They don't make them long enough for somebody who's six foot tall. <laughs> we'll, have to get, we'll have to get a special it's tailor. Average height. We'll have to get Michael Jordan's tailor and see if he can sort you out then. <laughs> I appreciate there are taller references from the current times. Michael Jordan is a weird throwback tall reference. I don't know if you're sure how tall he is. <laughs> Taller than me, surely. I don't know. Gotta be. Okay. Uh, I don't know, Dan. No, don't write yourself off just yet. Pretty tall. No, I don't. And uh, <laughs> on them notes, I think uh, that's that's the wrapping up of episode six. We don't have a, a film yet, but by the time you listen to this, there'll be an outro with the film selected after much more heated debate amongst the uh, amigos. <laughs> So that concludes everybody's reviews. That's the end of episode six. Thanks for listening. Remember to check us out on Instagram, Films with Amigos, where we do some episode announcements. And we also put on some um, top scenes and things like that. You can email us at filmswithamigos at gmail.com. So if you've got any feedback um, on the episodes or any films that you want us to talk about, send it through to there. And that's it. Just a thanks again to everybody who's been listening so far. A bye from me. See you next time. Ta-ra for me. Thanks for listening. Adios. And thank you for joining us for this week's discussion. Hope you didn't lose your head in that one. Next time, with no power comes no responsibility as we late review Kick-Ass.